You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, it is a Cooligans birthday special, and we are discussing UEFA Champions League, why Pep Guardiola is the best manager in the world, reminding everybody in the world, and we also talk about why Jim Curtin is the second best manager (laughs) in the world. So UCL and TCL going heavy tonight. That's right. We talk about drip God Jim Curtin. Plus, we talk to <laughs> Amino Hassan about so much PSG. We talk about the Knicks. We saved the Knicks. We figured out a way to get Zion to the Knicks. Plus, we talk about why he should never play sports ever again. <laughs> that and more today on the Cooligans. Yo, it's me, Dave Janich here, and I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, having a nice, and I hope you've been having a nice too. Yeah, baby! Yes, happy birthday to us. Uh, that's right, baby. It's our birthdays, bro. This is a special birthday show, okay? Let's go. I'm, 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 doing, uh, I'm doing this show in my birthday suit real hey. soon, okay? We're going to have to blur the majority of your screen. <laughs> what is good, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerrero-Rose. All right, and we are your favorite stand-up comedians, the host the funniest soccer show that has ever lived right here on Football Sports Network. Mm-hmm. It also happens to be the gulliest and also the most birthday-ish. The birthday-iest. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, exciting time. I mean, if people are not aware, yes, uh, Alexis's uh, birthday is May 1st. Mine's is April 30th. We uh, It is... We came out the womb holding hands, (laughs) which is difficult for babies from two different moms. Uh, Everybody, every year, people are like, "How are you? How is your birthday one day apart?" And uh, I'm like, "It it happens every year. I don't know what to tell you." Meant to be, I think, is the answer you're looking for. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, so yes, yeah, so uh, wish us a happy birthday. Uh, but there is uh, a, a lot to celebrate today. It's never good when you have to tell someone to wish us a happy birthday. That's the what's <laughs> yeah, that Jeb with the please clap? It's because <laughs> we have no friends. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please tweet at us if you're watching uh, this on YouTube. Leave it in the comments. But happy birthday! <laughs> but we uh, have a, a lot to celebrate today. We have an exciting show. We're going to be joined by Amin El Hassan, uh, formerly of VSPN, currently uh, uh, with the. Levitard show. Uh, he is. Uh, I mean, we're huge fans. We're ta- we're going to be talking Massive. about some. He he's also a big PSG fan. So that you know, they've been in the news recently. Uh huh. Right? Uh, it seems like things have happened there. <laughs> and what are the odds that he's going to be on the second half of the show? You know, <laughs> and PSG fell apart in the second yeah, half. We'll it, talk about like, it. Hopefully, the our second half of the show does not fall apart. So we'll <laughs> it's up to a mean. You know. <laughs> uh, so let's start. Uh, today with UEFA Champions League, obviously the semifinals uh, just happened, uh, and and let's specifically talk about uh, PSG against Man City because they did lose. Uh, PSG did lose, and it was a a wild uh, second half where Man City just turned things around. The uh, but the, the 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 concern here was how poorly Mbappe played, especially in that second half, uh, and, and it, it leads to all the questions of like, is he wasting his time? Should he should he really should he start packing his bags? Bro, I mean, I, I have a feeling he doesn't want to unpack his bags. I think <laughs> if you look at what happened to Mbappe in that second half, my main question is, was that even really his fault? 
You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, they did, you know, it, 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 it's easy to say, uh, you know, you know who PSG's best player is, and then now you got you to gotta do something to stop him. Uh, and that, that, it's easy to say that. Uh, but Manchester City actually did do that, right? And, and this is where I think Pep Guardiola gets a lot of credit because Mbappe, for the most part, you look, when you have Mbappe and Neymar on the same team, you're going to have to pick one, all right? Pick yeah. your poison. Uh, yeah, and it was said, like, you know, do you stop Jordan or do you stop Pippen? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you got Steve Kerr out here shooting threes, you know what I mean? Do you Steve, Kerr, Curry? Steve Kerr ain't ever going to beat us. <laughs> nah. Why is he doing You guys, do you stop Steph Curry? Do you stop Clay? You know what I mean? Like, who do you who do you pick? I actually think, I'm starting to think Pep Guardiola played rope-a-dope in the first half. That's what I think was happening. Interesting. Oh, because I, I did like a little, a little wounded gazelle. You know, <laughs> reeled you in, you know, softened you and, and really exposed maybe the lack of maturity on on PSG, you know? Because if you notice in the second half, he released the full the fullbacks, which is a weird way to say release. <laughs> yeah. Is now that what Mr. Burns says when somebody's on his property? <laughs> he had one of those things. He was like, <laughs> but fullbacks <laughs> engage. Uh, ring, 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 ring. These gates come up. Uh, I think Cancelo comes pounding. He's hungry as shit. Uh, he's got a broken chain around his neck. I think when you look at what happened, I think PSG were like, oh, they're not going to send their fullbacks. Yo, we got this. And they relaxed. At halftime, I think Pochettino brought out cigars and was like, boys, we did it. You know? <laughs> Why did it say it's a girl on it? It's weird. What are you celebrating? Yeah. What happened, Poch? <laughs> it's ain't the time for, uh, you know, a gender reveal party. Uh, the- <laughs> but I think that's what happened. I think it was Pep Guardiola. And at this point, you got to start to wonder. I know he hasn't won Champions League in 10 years, but is he the best coach in the world? I mean... I mean, it, it isn't as much of a, do you have to wonder. It is it is a reminder of why he is the best coach in the world. It's he a good is, way to put it. Even even with, with, you know he's had uh, uh, plenty uh, uh, of duels with with Pochettino when he was at, at at Tottenham, and it is a thing where he 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 always has everyone's number. And and look, even though they were down one goal in that first half, he's like, you know what? Don't fret, baby girl. It's all good. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna. I fix got a plan this. for this. <laughs> You know, and I think release, I think releasing those fullbacks kind of shows you, first of all, when you bring in a guy like Joao Cancelo, when you got someone like Ruben Diaz, when you've got these players that are really good defensively, comfortable going forward, you start to, you start to wonder, does the guy even need a back line? Like, does his system even need you back well, there, you know bro? What? I'm going to go on a limb and say, yes, he does need a back line. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> I think you might be right. But the point but, I'm trying to make is like his system is so intact. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and, and he's so where, confident that even being down a goal in the Champions exactly. League, he's like, everybody relax. And that is where, like, the credit has to be given is that Manchester City, uh, in you know, they really want to win Champions League, right? And they and uh, and I would say they want it more than PSG does. And as far as even they last year, they were uh, uh, heartbroken uh, by the by the loss uh, by the Champions League loss. There, there is a, a certain level of of. You know, it's hard, it's difficult to play the way Pep wants his teams to play 
and and also be under the, the the scrutiny and pressure that they that they're in. They have you know they doesn't matter what team they play. It's always like sixty percent possession. It's not easy to hold on to the ball when Mbappe, Neymar, uh, uh, Everati, uh, uh, you know Marquinhos, they they're all chasing the ball and they look so comfortable and poised all the time. And and that is I don't know what Pep said at halftime. But th- that is where that that was was where the difference was made. It's a, there was just a mentality thing that 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 kept them pushing, and and it's why PSG made the mistakes th- that they made and gave up the goals that they gave. So so uh, everyone's asking, yo, where is Mbappe going to go? Right? He clearly is. I mean, all the reports are he wants to go to Real Madrid. It practically tiled his walls as a bedroom in his childhood bedroom. Real Madrid, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. I'm starting to wonder. Looking out in the world, I'm interested in what your thoughts are. Is Mbappe or like who's more important, a player of Mbappe's ilk or a coach like Pep Guardiola? Would you rather have a system or an incredible player? Uh, that's a good question. In that that's scenario, why I asked I'm going to I'm going to have to if I have to pick between Pep and Mbappe, uh, my starting striker, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to uh, I, I would have to go with Pep. Right. I mean, it's just it, it seems like. All the decisions, obviously, it is a team. It isn't just one player. Uh, and Mbappe's not far off from uh, from the quality that Pep Guardiola brings. So I'll, I'll he's give him good that enough much where credit. he can make a yeah. I feel like he's like the next Messi, if you will, where he's enough of a game changer where he can do it on his own, or at least you have to calculate where he's going to be on the pitch at all times in order to make like a proper you know defense against a team that Mbappe's on, whether it's Real Madrid or PSG. But yo, Pep. The most expensive player Pep has is De Bruyne at sixty-eight million, and look, look at what he's he's able to do. Oh yeah, I do kind of think he has to win look Champions League. What he's able League, to though. do with next to nothing with sixty-eight know? million <laughs> crumbs. I mean, where how many couches did he have to shake Just up to find this? Of a team. <laughs> but I do think yo, he hasn't won Champions League in ten years. Like yo, you're gonna have to win this. You can't just beat PSG and think like yo, he's genius. You got to win Champions League again if you're gonna be the greatest coach of all time. Well, there's a lot of pressure on him. So uh, like the next couple of weeks are going to be very uh, decisive. I, there's more pressure on Pep Guardiola than there is on Mauricio Pochettino. So that's a, that's a reality. Yo, Christian, let's talk about CONCACAF Champions League, okay? The only Champions because, League I recognize. You know, I think whoever is in charge of it fell asleep on the mayhem button, okay? Because <laughs> it was... They have, they have those little, uh, the, the little toys that... Uh, that drink the water, but yeah, it just yeah, keeps yeah. hitting just the mayhem. Hitting mayhem, dog. <laughs> but one of the things that's coming out of it this year is, yo, it looks like an MLS club is actually going to beat a Liga MX club well, well, in yeah, this well, whole thing. All, in the round of uh, 16, every MLS club, uh, club uh, advanced, uh, so that was a shock. And then we also have two MLS clubs that are playing each other in Atlanta and Philadelphia, uh, so we're not really used to having CCL matchups with only MLS teams. Actually, I think you're wrong. Um, I know Philly was there. I don't think Atlanta showed up for this one. <laughs> uh, Philly destroyed Atlanta in their own home, mm-hmm. and that's got that's got to make you think, and we're not the only ones saying this, Right. Yo, is Jim Curtin like the next American to go coach in Europe? Oh, that's right. Like the, the, seeing the success of the Philadelphia Union, especially, you know, Jim Curtin is just like uh, Pep Guardiola in that he doesn't have a lot of money to spend and a lot to work with. Just look, like what, him. look at the results, right? A couple <laughs> 60 million players here and there. If, <laughs> if you look at, first of all, Jim Curtin stepping off the plane when he gets to Europe, you know he's a fit king, okay? Very much so. You see so. the picture of him getting off the bus and on the pitch? 
with the hyper royal blues yo dude he is uh embarrassing every other coach out there he is uh, you know when it comes to uh, uh, you know best dressed and mls you know uh, our friends at the call up do their rankings and stuff like that but but they're talking about like best dressed for like a business casual dinner (laughs) bro we'll talk about fit king that's right drip god all right (laughs) who who am i inviting to the vip section at the 4040 all right Uh yo who's (laughs) Who's coming through stunting and makes me want to pull up the sneakers app? And that's exactly. Jim Curtin, You know, yo. th- there's only one coach in MLS that I look at and I and I tell myself, I need to do better. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, he's undefeated in CCL and undefeated in the sneakers app, bro. He got him. All right? He got him. Yo, the homie coming through dripping <laughs> yes uh so you know we can praise him for uh you know the the the, the kicks but we, look he is he is doing the work uh, uh as, as far as just building uh, uh quality teams and that's why and his that's name what, also the two best players on his team were sold last year yeah and this yeah. is in europe you can't just go and like yo we'll go spend a couple hundred million on new players <laughs> That don't happen here. Nah. And now there seems to be like three or Sugarman four players. Sugarman don't work like that. No, no. <laughs> Millions? Like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, no. Sugarman's like, we out of sugar right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, I'll see what I got in my couch. All right? <laughs> okay. I can't really go the way you want. Uh, don't be putting so many zeros on that check. But I think what you see is now there's like three or four players that people are talking about like, yo, maybe these guys are going to get sold. You know? Oh, maybe these players are the new... And it all points back to Jim Curtin. Jim Curtin yeah. is doing something. Well, look, we, we know uh, the, the news with Jesse Marsh. Jesse Marsh is going from uh, RV Salzburg, Red Bull Salzburg, to Ra- Razenspor, uh, uh Leipzig. Ball Leipzig, <laughs> RB Leipzig. Uh, he got a promotion, we'll say. But that's huge. That's a yeah. top club in Germany. Yes. Now. Champions League club. Huge. And by the way, he turned down Tottenham. So maybe he's a gooner. Uh, he turned down Tottenham. <laughs> To go yes. take this to take this job, which is an American turning down a Premier League job in and of itself should be a, yeah, a headline. Yeah. He's like Tottenham. I don't I really don't want, you know, to taint my resume with such a club. You know what I mean? Like, More it's like crazy. Tottenham, you know? What I mean? <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah, you got him. Do it again. I bet bro. you that's what he said, bro. I bet you that was yeah, the email. How, how is it? It's like uh, the, the Snoop the Snoop video. This motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm automatic. <laughs> Uh, no, but look at that. It, 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 it's wild. You know, now the, the conversations about Jim Curtin, you know, what was it two, three years ago, even Philadelphia Union fans were like, Curtin out. We need some, we need somebody else. He's, t- he's turned things around. And now it's what European club should he be managing right now? And even, th- th- even that thought of like, you know, if Jesse Marsh turned down Tottenham, would Jim Curtin turn, turn down Tottenham? It was, it, can Jim Curtin go from the Philadelphia Union to Tottenham Hotspur? Can is not even the question. Should is the question, right? Okay. And and that's where that that's where we're at now when you have these incredible coaches it, it being developed in the US. And we talked a little bit about uh, you know, Pep Guardiola in the past. It seems to me like we're now at the point where a high-level coach, a high-level manager is as important as your best player. And yeah. when you've got someone that can do what Jim Curtin has done with an MLS roster and not he doesn't even have that many designated players which if you don't know that's when you can spend as much money like david beckham it doesn't count against your cap go out and spend as much money as you want a player he's only got one designated player on the team right now yeah yeah, yeah. i mean this it. is absolutely incredible and honestly i tottenham is a step up because it is premier league let's be honest 
right? But should he sit back and wait? And honestly, does does he have to win CCL it's, to be considered for that job? It's interesting because now uh, even union fans are. It is a you know we're excited for his success, but we don't want him to leave, right? Because don't, they know do, what, don't do too well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's always how it is in soccer because everybody wants to wants the next opportunity, the next job from a player to a manager. Uh, you know, honestly, when I saw Jesse Marsh got the job to RB Leipzig, I'm like, oh, what's what about Brendan Aronson? What are you gonna you brought him there? What are you gonna leave him up there? Hey, Tyler Adams. <laughs> There's an American everywhere. He's got Tyler Adams now. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so look, CCL uh, has been absolutely mad. I mean, there's there, there's so much to talk about, especially uh, uh, Portland Timbers against Cuba America. Just absolute mad ending of that match. Two penalties uh, in that game, but literally the last penalty is uh, a, a, a handball that it really looked like Felipe Mora pushed the, the, the Cool America player into to a forced handball, given as a penalty. I love the moment. Merritt Paulson pointing the at the spot. The owner of your team <laughs> the owner. is behind the goal pointing. He's the ref now. <laughs> I mean, if you don't watch CONCACAF Champions League, you're missing out. The owner of the club is on the sideline by himself. <laughs> no security. Pointing at the goal, at the, at the penalty spot. And, dude... That penalty came in the seventh minute of the four of a four <laughs> of minute added <laughs> <at> time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Absolute bedlam. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been this way. Columbus against Monterrey, uh, uh, America against Portland. Just both mad games. The, the uh, Columbus game ended two two. The refereeing has been optional. Uh, None uh, of it atrocious. makes sense. <laughs> Yo, these dudes are all on Dramamine or something. I'm telling you, they're barely staying awake. They're not paying attention. They're not following any rules but i actually think that's what makes Concacaf champions league better than uefa champions league which is yeah you got the big names over there but we got absolute <laughs> bedlam right? uh, it's incredible so if you're not watching ccl you are uh you are missing out and it's right here on football tv make sure yeah. that you tune in and don't forget after this we got amin el hassan gonna be right on this show Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I just want to bring in with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you, you guys being Gully Squad. And you know what? Maybe I keep saying you. Maybe you're listening to this and you're not a member of Gully Squad and you're wondering why. Well, I've given you amazing, uh, you know, reasons why I've told you the Slack channel is absolutely amazing. Here's another reason why I think Gully Squad is absolutely incredible and why you should join is because whenever we have guests and we've had everything from World Cup winners to MLS, Premier League, NWSL, Legends of the Game, we've had incredible, incredible players on our show, incredible guests from comedians like Roy Wood Jr of the daily show incredible guest the only people who get to ask them questions besides christian and i are gully squad gully squad finds out early who our guests are and they get the chance to put those questions in the slack those are the only other questions we ever ask if you want to be one of those folks if you want to join the amazing slack channel if you want to get to become a part of this community if you want to start you know uh cooperating with some of the gulliest kit the kit that they're making for themselves if you want to drop some knowledge in the coffee or the beer and wine liquor section or the food porn section all that you got to join gully squad most importantly if you also want to ask questions of our guests you either got to become a cooligan which is impossible right unless you, you're funnier than christian then try out let me know or you got to join gully squad and join that slack community so if you want to do that just go to shouts to us.com again that's shouts to us.com or you can simply go to soccercooligans.com slash gully squad in fact if you go to soccercooligans.com it's our website we worked really hard on it we think it's really nice and all over the place you'll find buttons to join gully squad so do it today Yo, Christian, I am wildly excited, okay? 
equally. It's okay? rare that we get someone on that we could talk soccer with, but also could explain why the Knicks are the greatest basketball team of all time right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We just really need people to reaffirm that. That's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why, why is Julius Randle? It should have been Julius Randle playing by himself at the All-Star game. I honestly believe that. And I think this dude right here could, could tell us why. And also, you know what's so exciting? It's not just you, Christian, that gets to work with a slightly overweight but still very gorgeous Cuban dude from Jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> really? Is somebody else is that lucky? <laughs> I mean, right now, I can't even say it too loud. I hope my wife don't hear it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> her type, you know what I mean? And this dude I heard got a lot of money recently, and it ain't me. Uh, but I am wildly excited for our next guest. You may know him from the uh, the the universe that is the Dan Levitard, the Dan Levitard universe. You may know him from Can I Get an Amin? You may know him from maybe his time spent in the NBA. Wow, we have official people on this show, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, put your hands together for Amin El Hassan, everybody. What's good, brother? How's it going? Yeah, you got your own audience. That's amazing. (laughs) Amina just pointing at his cats. Like, yeah, what's good? Fifty million dollars, boys, to get you a nice little in-studio audience. Wait a minute, did each of you get fifty million? I'm operating under those conditions, those circumstances. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I ain't reading the fine print. Yeah. I'm just looking. You just refreshing your bank account, just waiting. <laughs> Not even, man. We out here charging everything. Like, I got it. Yeah. Put it on my tab. Yo, we don't know you take, who you are, sir. You take Do- Dogecoin? Yeah. yeah. I Let's go. Better. They should have gave you $50 million in Dogecoin because it already $100 million. Um, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, maybe you don't get as much opportunity to talk about this uh when you're on uh with dan levitard but uh big soccer fan you're a psg fan if i'm not mistaken yeah Yeah, man i uh so this is the 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 disclaimer i give everybody i'm from another country so that automatically means i trump any american (laughs) soccer knowledge i don't care if you are here giving me the history of everything like yo are you from here all right, then. just sit back, sit down. <laughs> Let the pros take over. So fun thing to say on a show with two Americans. Ah, you know what, man? It's all right. I'll take I'll take the lead today. I'll be the lead again. But uh, no, I you know I'm from Sudan originally. I moved to the United States when I was a baby, and then I moved back to Sudan when I was eight. So between eight and fourteen, I lived in Sudan, and uh, you know, so obviously soccer's the the soccer's king over there, and so I was deep in it i was heavy in it and then i came back to the united states and when i'm finishing up high school like i would say i was an average player in sudan i came to, back to america and i was it was like the yeah, next yeah. coming <laughs> yeah. so i was just out here messing around and, and at that point i'd already kind of my heart had started to drift towards basketball loving basketball more but it was just so easy that like i was like oh, i'll just do this so i played high school and you know Won a couple of uh, city championships. No big whoop, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, Hitting us with the Al Bundy four touchdowns in yeah. one game. You know, yeah. it's all good. I mean, telling us he balling at the Rucker without That's saying true. he balling at the Rucker. <laughs> but uh, when I graduated high school, my parents actually moved to Paris. Uh, and so I never lived there, but I would go visit. Right. And that's when kind of like, oh, PSG, all right, that's the team. I like the colors. I kind of like follow it a little bit. And then in 98, they got my favorite player, JJ Okosha. So once that happened, I was all in. And actually, if you give me one second, I think I have the jersey right here. 
Oh, go for it. I could have just huh? brought out my J.J. Okocha jersey, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we all have J.J. Okocha jerseys. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> supposed to have a J.J. Okocha jersey, or else you ain't really a soccer so, fan. So right here, right the, there uh, it is. the Opel with the Okocha on the back. And the number is not here because the day I went to go get the jersey from the original the, the store, they were all sold out of the Okocha jerseys. They had the Okocha nameplates. They didn't have any number 10s, though. So oh, I have wow. a very limited edition Nike. <laughs> this is like the first dry fit jersey ever. I think that was the first time they dropped it. And that was That's and dope. That, yeah. It's been, I, I, yeah. I, I play against uh, JJ Okocha on, in FIFA Ultimate Team. They're always kicking my ass when people yeah. have his icon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, chill. You're like, ain't this man <laughs> in his 50s? Why is he doing this to me? <laughs> this is nice, though, man. How did well, you I go mean, P- from? Well, go ahead. You were going to say? say. I mean, PSG. We just, uh, you know, saw them play in the first leg of the of the semifinal against Manchester City in Champions League. Uh, I mean, let's get you, you, the game. You, as we're recording this, the game just happened. What What are your thoughts? They lost two to one. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. Uh, my friend Gino, who who hooked, hooked us all up together, was texting me like, "Hey, they're going to be ready for you in like ten minutes." I'm like, "Well, this game still got some time left <laughs> over here," I, and that was. I like I, I gotta go back and apologize to her because I'm pretty sure the tone wasn't <laughs> it was yeah, that when, stress tone of like I think uh the red card had just been flashed and I was just kinda like stressed about it because the first half was was it was just it was beautiful, man. Ball control and yeah. and out here like one touch passes and Man City just looked lost and Pep Guardiola's <laughs> over there losing his mind. I'm like, Oh, we got these boys. You were and putting then, the pressure on them too. Oh, it man. was wild. And a beautiful goal. How about yeah. that from my man Marquinho? Yeah. But, but then the second half, it just it's just I don't know what the hell happened in them at halftime. But it came out and it was just a different game. And both of those goals felt like incredibly sloppy. That I first guess, one, especially man. You know, it's just like <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? We're just oh, we're watching. <laughs> well, even the second one because it happened because my man jumped sideways like you you a wall. <laughs> Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why everyone was so pissed because, like, you can't jump like like this. Yeah. So well, both people they get mad at Ronaldo for that exact thing because he gets like afraid of the ball. I'm like, yo, that's your one job. That's your job. I'm an Arsenal fan. <laughs> I'm an Arsenal fan, and I will I'm go on record as saying, I, look, it is what it is, right? Uh, my family moved to Paris, but I know I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will go on record as saying, every time someone does that in the wall, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? But facts, if I was in the wall, I'd be like, no, oh, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, I low-key understand it at the same time. Yeah, no, it's, but, that's, but that's the point, right? The point is me and you and Christian, we're here. Yeah. We're not there. <laughs> if I was there and got paid with it, then, yeah, I'd have to deal with it. But I ain't got paid like I mean, that, I, so I ain't got to deal with it. Yeah, we're not making I, Dan Levitar money. So there was, there was <laughs> one time I, the I, was pl- you want. I was playing pickup in Park Slope, and uh, I, for some reason I was like, you know what? Let me bring my GoPro hang it up on the on the cage i'm like yo let me yeah. just it might be fun to see how i play try to make some improvement you know watch it back for the analysis right. yeah. yo i got rocked in the head with the ball so i have this footage of me <laughs> just trying to defend somebody just trying to make a pass and yo it it, it felt like the the when i watched it back on video i'm like it it, it looked it looked uh, um it didn't look as bad I'm just like, you know right. what I mean? It got, I got rocked on the side of the ear. I'm like, there's just so many risks, especially being on a wall. I mean, being on a firing line, you have to have courage. You got to get the craziest dudes to be on that right. wall. You yeah. can't have the pretty players uh, no, on there. No, absolutely not. <laughs> just and for probably, marketing reasons. 
another reason why I can't I can't be bold and talk about you should do this, you do that. The last two times I played soccer was really the last two times I did anything sports related. I'm I'm old, so I'm kind of retired. But I came out of retirement a couple of years ago. I played in Steve Nash's charity soccer game. Mm-hmm. Okay, and within I want to say a strong 15 minutes, I had sprained my ankle. I had a massive back spasm, and then I also tore a muscle in my chest called the, ser- the serratus or the serratus muscle or something. It's under the pec. And so anytime I sneezed or coughed or did anything, it was immense pain. So I was You done. tore I, your titty? What? I tore <laughs> under my titty. The, so- the side boob. I tore the I'm side I'm going to go on record as saying, you don't play soccer the right way if you're tearing something near the, the titty. You know? Every, every, like, my body was just saying, what are we doing? Because I literally just, I just rolled off the couch. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm good, right? So... I, I end up, I, I'm retired. I'm not playing anymore, not pickup ball, nothing. I'm just be chilling. Because all I could think of was like 40, 24 hours ago, I was happy. Yeah. I was sitting on the couch watching TV. like I was Sneezing however I wanted. Yeah. And, 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 and now it's like everything is in pain. Like, why did I do this? Why did I have these flights of fancy, like the delusions of, of, an, of a far gone time? So then I said, I'm done. My girl Jenny Miller, who runs the Steve Nash Foundation, the next time around says, "You gotta, you gotta come. You gotta play. It's in L.A. this year. You don't even have to come to New York." So I'm like, "You know what? I will, but this time, I'm gonna train, right?" So I'm out here stretching every day, and I'm getting a little cardio, or whatever. I get to game day. They have an on-site trainer, so I'm like, "This is what I'm gonna do in between because it's uh, like seven on seven. It's, it's short field, and like." bunch of games right so i said in between games i'm gonna go see the trainer don't matter how i feel stretch my hammies out make sure i'm good so i get through like five games and i feel great i'm like this is amazing like i'm not overextending i'm playing well i'm scoring goals i'm not playing like i used to but i feel (laughs) not hurt so that's like a win for me it's the quarterfinal of this tournament the semifinal is the semifinal of the tournament now we're down to like uh, eight guys, because one of the older guys, he was done, right? <laughs> so we're down to set eight guys. I said, I'll start because I know I'm done. Like, I've, I could feel my body saying, okay, we had a good day. Quit while you're ahead. So I said, I'll start, and then I'll, I'll sub out. Maybe like three minutes in. The ball goes this way. I'm jogging lightly. The ball goes back this way. I turn around and jog lightly backward. And my body's, whoa, no one said anything about changing direction. <laughs> Ball, land on my thumb, tear my ulnar collateral ligament. I don't know if you guys what? can see that right there. I haven't like, even heard of that injury. It's, it's the same injury that Drew Brees had at like wow, the damn okay. near same time. Drew Brees came back three <laughs> weeks later and played American NFL football, and it took me like four months to be able to, like, to write. <laughs> to sign a check or whatever. You're signing yeah. checks with like a pen between both oh. your hands. Like no, no, no. No, I, I was just doing X, you know, like, like yeah. the letter to do. Just Some kid's it. like, can I have your autograph? And you're like, I, I'm, I'm going to say no. And right. I feel bad. But, <laughs> but then, I'm, kid. I'm, I use my feet if ever you will, you'll take it. Yeah. Help me take my sock off so I can hold this Sharpie with my big toe. <laughs> you being a PSG fan, one, glad you're not on PSG. But what do you think about the second leg? And what the hell's happening with Lee Gong? So, glass half full, it started a lot worse. Like, where <laughs> we are now is, like, a huge turnaround from where we were earlier in the season. 
And so the fact that we're, you know, within striking distance of tops, the top uh, spot in the, in the French league is, is incredible. The fact that we're in the semifinals of the Champions League is incredible. And by the way, I feel like everybody should be kissing our ass because when every one of these other clubs was running to be Super League, Super League this, Super League that, <laughs> we put our foot down and said, no, this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> and we shamed all those British clubs, and now, now all these Premier, uh, Premier League clubs are like, oh, no, our fans are – no, they forgot about their fans. Don't let it get twisted. They forgot about their fans. They thought their fans wouldn't care. And then once they figured out everybody did care, then they, they, they try to come back with their tail between the legs. So if anything, PSG is having a great April. How about that? <laughs> I will say this. When uh, PSG doesn't think it's a good idea – it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> let's their bar is set a little lower than everyone else. But also, let's give let's shine the credit where it may. Don't they also own BN Sport, which has the Champions League look, contract? Look, look, no, no, and no. isn't what the next World Cup in Qatar, <laughs> which is owned by the Qataris, and the players wouldn't be allowed to play in the World Cup? So I mean, what? what, what no, no. Look, look. What are you doing? What is all this extra like uh, conspiracy theorist QAnon stuff, man? They care about <laughs> us fans. That's all that matters. <laughs> Yeah, Alexis yeah. has the, the red strings on a board. <laughs> He's doing all this. <laughs> He's like Charlie and Always Sunny. Charlie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Harold. <laughs> Harold. <laughs> what um? What are your What are your thoughts as far as when you look at PSG? Well, first of all, let me ask you this: Who is the PSG of the NBA? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Who would? Because I have be? a feeling like it changes every year. It, it was kind of yeah. maybe the Lakers for a little bit. Where people kind of want to go, they got the big names, right. but no. But then the Lakers, not now, they're too successful, right? Like, you, yeah, you got to be good, but not great, but also like a, a destination. So not the Knicks, um, like someone that's kind of more <laughs> destination driven. Not, not yet, exactly. <laughs> not yet. I bet you, I bet you really love that whole Zion thing, huh? What the oh, fact yeah, that he wants to the, come to the Knicks? When he's, when, when oh, he's he like, loves New York. He loves oh, MSG. the big smile. Oh. <laughs> It Buddy, I was that. I was said I don't know what you print out, but put that on a rafter. Put that in the rafters. <laughs> That's good enough for me. We'll have a right print. Zion flirted with New York, <laughs> right next to the old the championship banner, and then the, there's that time yeah, Zion. Uh, when you uh, under that clip, it is, it's a bunch of people using the 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 the, the clip from um, Uncut Gems of Kevin Garnett. Like, why why would you show it to me if I can't have it? Like, that's <laughs> what it <laughs> Why are you teasing me like this, huh? <laughs> the all right. So I want I want to answer the question. The the PSG of see the problem is is it the Bucks? No, because it's not a glamour a glamour destination. Like yeah, Paris is a glamour destination, man. Like people. So then that it. only leaves New York or L.A. Yeah, or or Miami. Miami? But the problem is, Miami. oh, maybe it's the Clippers. Maybe they're the Clippers. Like okay, modern Clippers, not like historic Clippers. Like successful like they're not they're not the sacramento kings or the phoenix sun like they're they're used to success but maybe not like this crazy success of like a lakers franchise or the miami heat or somewhere like that okay Okay. all right uh somewhere between clippers and lakers if there was a third la team that's what psu (laughs) you know what we need a third one let's get one playing the same building move a team to la Uh, we have a couple questions from uh, from our fans, uh, our supporters group. Uh, they're called the Gully Squad. Uh, we okay. keep it gully out in New York. You know how we do. Uh, so, but Nick Lajeran, he had asked, who is crazier, Stugatz or Papi? 
crazy <laughs> comes in a lot of different flavors, right? Yeah. Sure. Now, poppy, some for both of them, I should say, for both of them, there is an element of the camera's on, so I'm playing it up for the camera. But sure. then both of them, when the cameras go off, they're still a little crazy anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to give the edge to Stugatz now because Poppy kind of, he's slowing down. He's become a lot calmer, you know, as he's kind of become into that ripe old age of retirement. Uh, it, his come few and far between as far as his real fits of rage. Stugatz is crazy because in addition to the craziness, you got to add the lying to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That part the, sheer, the sheer irresponsibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that part isn't just for the cameras. That part, <laughs> I can tell you, that happens on camera, off camera, mic on, mic off. Stugatz is a liar. He's lied yeah. to me. That's how you know you're in. Like, if you've been lied to by Stugatz about something that's potentially life changing, Stugatz told me he was going to do a radio show with me. <laughs> and said, and said we're gonna do it, and we're gonna. It's gonna be on Sundays. We'll call it this. And don't worry, I'll negotiate your rate for you, so you don't have to get the regular rate. And I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> and then like, I didn't hear anything. I'm just figuring like they're still negotiating. And then one day I look up, it's Stugatz and Mike Golick Jr. have a show called Weekend Observations. <laughs> and I just like, I guess when do I'm, I come in? Yeah. <laughs> here's an here's an observation, Dan. <laughs> I mean, just got screwed over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of those, like, when, when we were kids and somebody would be like, oh, yeah, you know, I got Super Mario Brothers 3. And it's like, when you go to the house, I'm like, where is it now? You know, like, they just lie about yeah. things that nobody yeah. cares about. I'm like, yeah. why are you going to lie about yeah, this? Yeah, I know. No, you know That's what? Like, my, cousin, my cousin borrowed it. <laughs> That's like, I got into a fight because a kid told me his dog jumped over his house. And I was like, I'm following you home and you're going to show me. And, I, and then the kid fought me in front of his house. Because <laughs> he, he knows he ain't got no dog to jump over that house. No, he knows he ain't got no dog. Yeah. It's, it's He's got a level. cat. He got a cat on a string. He's hoisting. I'm like, don't nobody believe you. <laughs> I, had, I remember my cousin, my cousin Proofy, who's the biggest Nick fan I know. Uh, he said that he had a kid he went to school with who swore that Carl Malone dunked from the three-point line. The, the, he said, the guy jam or what? <laughs> I said, where? What game? When was this? Like, do you have like the video of this? Like, no, no, but he, the guy just swore it happened. Remember that? Remember his shoe had the little flick up plastic that yeah. helped you jump more? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little piece of LA plastic gear, in your right? heel. Was it, wasn't LA gear? Oof. <laughs> it was, I think it was uh, the Storm in, in, the Capital One, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember. Uh, Carl Malone might have been with the wearing them. <laughs> oh, I, I Yo, bet you he was there. <laughs> how, how wild did he look? I didn't, uh, for, for some reason, I feel like I knew Carl Malone and his personality, maybe through ads and stuff like that. Like, I thought I knew who he was, but then when I saw the last dance, I'm like, Yo, this is a different dude. Why is he so mad? He seems mad, mad. Yeah, yeah they, mad in the country. He's those two <laughs> things. He's like super country, super Terrible combo. <laughs> There's a lot yeah, going on there. A lot um, going on in Carmelo, and also some suspicious things in his past. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of his <laughs> some of his children and their moms may be going to the same school at the same time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's hard to you know. Now they're, they're the age different isn't. You, you go Google it. Google it. Uh, everything allegedly. By the in way, a K through twelve situation. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say him and R. Kelly have a lot in common. Um, <laughs> so uh, speaking of basketball, uh, again, I'm a massive Knicks fan. One of my biggest fears as a Knicks fan was this uh, trade window, okay? Because 
Wow. I was like, please don't do it. Please don't do it, Nick. Dolan. Don't let don't Dolan be, anywhere near the phone. <laughs> don't don't be Nick's. Like, don't yes, make it up. Please yeah. don't be Nick's. Right? Um, not that we could have won with Mozgov and Danilo Gallinari, but still we shouldn't have gotten rid of everything. But anyway, uh, what do, what is the next move? You're the GM. And by the way, you you have a career in the NBA. I believe, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, you were the assistant director of basketball operations That's for the right. Phoenix Suns. So yep. you're the smartest person for us to talk about when it comes to this, which goes to show how little people we know uh, in the NBA. <laughs> uh, what, what should the Knicks do? Because I, I'm gathering the feeling that R.J. Barrett is becoming the sharpshooter that can be the number two to a Julius Randle. So what exactly do we need at this point? Yeah, so my buddy Elite, the producer, uh, he's a producer for Dreamville, he he alerted me to the existence of a Twitter account called at RJ Barrett Stats. <laughs> okay, all it is is just an account that's devoted to RJ Barrett and how well he's shooting and video and all that. But uh, if the thing, the place where the Knicks are right now is a place that is a danger zone a little bit because you've been bad for so long and now you're actually decent trending towards good. There is an impulse to throw a lot of money at it in an effort to be great. And a lot of times that can set you back. Look at Philadelphia. They were bad for so long. And then that first year they made the playoffs with Embiid and Simmons and uh, Bellinelli and uh, Ilya Sobin, and all those guys. And it was like, all right, this is a nice formula. And then they ended up like just swinging for the fences wildly, and it kind of put them in this disappointment zone, if you will. The Knicks are what they need to do right now is a try and keep this group together, right? You got Julius Randle, uh, whose uh, contract I believe expires this summer. Uh, you got RJ Barrett still under contract. Quickly, uh, Mitchell Robinson, whenever he comes back, you might quickly the to- steal of the draft. Yeah, so you you got a nice young core. See where it goes, right? And then add things that are strategic that fit within the timeline of who you are and also the needs, right? Now, if Kawhi Leonard opts out and says, I want to be a Nick, obviously you don't say no to that, right? You don't say no. This guy's an elite player. But the problems never come there. The problems come where you go chasing for someone who's, Okay, but not elite. And those are the contracts you want to stay away from. Those why would you say fit. that about Bradley Beal? You know, I mean, <laughs> no, Brad, but Brad, Bradley Beal fits again, and he's under contract. That's a good thing, right? The the bad thing is where you go out and give a new contract. Like, so this won't happen. But like, here's a bunch of money to Andre Drummond. Why? Because <laughs> he was the best available free agent yeah. after all everything else shook out. You don't want to do that. You want to build slowly. And then the other thing they have at their disposal is a zillion picks, right? And yeah. we're, we're in a... Which is trade uh, bait. Exactly. So we're at a time where four teams control most of the trade market, which is the Knicks, the Pelicans, the um, the Thunder, and the Rockets, right? Those four teams have a zillion future first-round picks, and everyone else is kind of struggling, basically, because if you traded your pick this year, you can't trade your pick next year. So because of that, there's an appetite for these picks on the market. If you're the Knicks, you might be able to poach some good players with decent contracts that fit into your vision using those picks. So I think a slow and steady measured response is what the Knicks need to the season, which, of course, they have a long history of being slow, steady, and measured, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the least Knicks thing to do. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the next question has to be, how far do we plan out, how do, how do we court Zion? 
What are we, and what are should we, doing we? right now? <laughs> we, we, we made the mistake with LeBron, though. So the Zion thing, here's, here's the interesting thing about Zion. In the history of the NBA, since we've been doing these rookie deals and having an extension at the end of the deal, there has never been a player who's turned down the rookie extension, right? That's never happened. Uh, another reason why a player who's offered that beyond like, hey, this is a lot of money. I'm not going to turn this down. Another reason is they added this new thing the, uh, where you can get a, um, a super max at the end of your rookie extension. Only if you've been with your team that whole time, the team that drafted you, the only loophole there is if you get traded in the first four years of your deal. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Knicks and you want Zion, it's one of two times, two windows. Window number one is you just wait until he signs his rookie extension, and at the end of that, three years or four years, whatever he signs, then you go get him then. Or you can do what the Mavericks did with Porzingis, and you go get him right now. You get him before his rookie deal is up. Mm. And as long as New Orleans is not doing well, I believe that opportunity is open in the same way that when Porzingis is a rookie or second-year player, we're like, no chance. This guy's a Nick for life. But a lot can happen in four years, especially if the team isn't winning. So there are two windows of time, I, I think. One is in the next two years, and two is five, six, seven years from now. Okay. Well, I hope I hope that, uh, you know, as much as Porzingis wanted out, Zion wants out, and please come to New York. And uh, I also want to give a shout-out to my buddy who has a plan to book Dolan's uh, blues group across oh, the Jay, entire country Jay so D that he can't the, mess up these shot, trades. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so you he can't mess name. up these trades. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, dude, this uh, has been absolutely incredible. I mean, uh, Hassan, thank you so much for joining yeah. us, man. Absolutely honored. Uh, look, we, we are both both uh, huge fans. We fixed from- PSG. We fixed the yeah. Knicks. We fixed the Super League. I mean, yeah, it's incredible. I, we didn't even get it. I wanted to, we, you know, we got to get you back on because, uh, you, you know, you were the announcer during Andrew Schultz versus Jay Williams. Williams 1v1. Right. That was a, just a legendary moment in, in the all extravaganza. Our lives. <laughs> Yo, and, and Jay Williams plays soccer. I, uh, I he yeah. plays in uh, the league that Jersey. I play in. Okay, so Jersey. is he good? <laughs> what happened? Is yeah, he he's good? all right. He's, I mean, he's like he plays like a basketball player. His girl's soccer. great though, right? His, Wasn't yeah, it yeah, his yeah. girl or his sister? Somebody plays on the team. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a yeah. lot of lot of overlap. Uh, but I mean, thank you so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to let people know about uh, before we sign off? Absolutely. So Metal where Mark are you buying Media- drinks with this new contract of yours? Tell oh, us. That. Man, no, where have I been buying drinks? No. Uh, <laughs> Metal Arc Media, Dan Levitard Show podcast. Download that. I'm on every once in a while. There's going to be more content that's coming out through the levitard and friends feed so we definitely have that meanwhile i also have my podcast that i do with my buddy zach harper called cinephobe this is the podcast where we review bad movies or movies poorly rated on rotten tomatoes and we try to figure out whether they're accurately poorly rated or maybe they didn't get a fair shake cinephobe wherever you get podcasts and then if you're a sirius xm subscriber i'm on sirius xm nba radio 10 to 1 on thursdays fridays and sundays so Check all those uh, things out. Amazing work. Yes. Please follow uh, Amin, Darth Amin on Twitter. Uh, again, just uh, oh, yeah, funny and informative, <laughs> everything, bro. He <laughs> does it all. Also, all now right. we have a place to stay in Paris when we go out to celebrate PSG because <laughs> now we're vaccinated. We're allowed <laughs> to go. They don't live there anymore. 
Sadly. <laughs> uh, I mean, so now we're going to move on to the Galasso gift. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's becoming tradition on, uh, on our show. Uh, if you had to celebrate a goal, we're going to make a, a gift out of it. Uh, Alexis, do you want to give him a scenario? Yeah, this is uh, for some strange reason. It's the, it's the uh, Champions League final. And PSG has too many injured players, so they bring you on uh, to sit on the bench. The physios have said, yeah, everything is cured. Your titty is cured. Your hand is cured. You can play. You walk in in the 95th minute, and you put head to ball on a corner from Neymar, and you score the Champions League winning goal. How do you celebrate? First of all, I wouldn't wouldn't do it a header. I would, like catch with the uh, trap with the chest and then I bicycle kick it because I'm a guy with flair and pizzazz if the physio telling me I'm okay right second of all believe it or not I've had this fantasy for years and it's changed it's changed over time you watch you see other people do stuff like oh I, I gotta incorporate some of that so the latest one that I've had was that I would run to the sideline and one of my teammates who's on the sideline would throw me a phone and then I would Panama, I would, I'll just do it. Like, yeah, no, I just scored. No, it just happened right now. Go turn on your TV right now. You, okay, you're not buying TV. Hold on. I'll FaceTime you. All right, you see? You see the, you see the big screen board behind me? Yeah, yeah. You see the planet right now? That's me. Yeah. I did it. And then I throw the phone at my buddy. <laughs> Love it. Just hit him with I the. I did. I did that. I did yeah. that. Look at me. Look yeah. at me. I did yeah. this to you. That it was, just I, tells me on the other end of that phone call is a dude from New York being like, "No, you didn't. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Yo, the dead fu- ass. You scored. You're like, yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is, <laughs> look at me. I did this to you. Was a prior fantasy. That was one where like I beat everybody, and then because I've done this before in pickup, where like the keeper comes out, and then I, you know, I, I act like I'm shooting, and then I, I pull it back, and then come back, and I score. And I, my thing was like, as these lies dejected face down, like because it's again, it's the 95th minute. I would pick his head up and say, "Look at me, I did this to you." Yeah, I go with like, "Who do you think you are?" I am. <laughs> this is uh, this is this could be like a, a, a mean. Soccer erotica. It is so oh, yeah. clear and defined. Oh. What? Oh yeah. Man. I don't know how why he went there, but I'm glad he did. I went to. I grabbed the the corner flag and I used it as a microphone. And the other guys were behind me dancing like the Temptations. Like I, I'll tell you, I've got like a hundred of these. This is incredible. Yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, we have to get you back uh, on here, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for joining us. And a reminder, everybody, follow us at Fubo Sports uh, uh, and to subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel. Follow uh, at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels uh, as well. Uh, so let us wrap the show the way we normally do, as is uh, a tradition. Amin, please join us uh, in this as well. So for Amin El Hassan, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans! That's right, I did it, I did it right now, I just did the show! Yeah, it's on the show right now! (laughs) 